quarter. For the longest time, the four nations have lived together in harmony. Under the wise leadership of Avatar Roku, the world has experienced an era of peace and prosperity unlike any other. But with the recent death of Avatar Roku after his volcanic island erupted, members of all four nations feel the winds and tides of change. With the search for the new Avatar only just beginning, the world seems poised on the brink of conflict. But without the Avatar, who will save the world? Hi, I'm Andrew. I play Marco, a firebender from the Fire Nation. Hi, I'm Archie. I play Aquila, a bloodbender from the Northern Water Tribe. G'day, I'm Brandon. I play Rung Bolo, an earthbender from the Earth Nation. Hi, my name's Bree and I play Sherva, a weapon specialist from the Fire Nation. Hi, I'm Dave and I play Al, an airbender from the Northern Air Temple. And I'm Owen, the dungeon master of this ragtag group of members of all four nations. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Lost Archives. It's lovely to have you here for our Avatar Legends session. Uh, now, we are one player down tonight, maybe? Andrew hasn't jumped on. We assume he's coming, but we don't We don't really know. We didn't want to wait too long for him in case he's not coming. So uh, if you don't hear Andrew, then he didn't join he's, us. Then he's dead. Is it just me or does Owen's stream intro seem a little dated? No, it was the right one, wasn't it? Wasn't it the right intro? Please tell me, Shroopy, if you're messing with me right now, <laughs> I swear to God. It would just be messing with you. Never that, trust a word that comes out of that man's mouth. Please tell me it was the updated introduction. If not, I'll be editing it into the YouTube and uh, podcast introduction so no one will notice anyway. But hey, thank you for joining us for Twitch streaming. Yay! So, um, everybody, to those of you who joined us for the Jasper's Game Week last uh, week, thank you so much, all of you legends. Anyone who was able to see any of the sessions, you're an absolute legend. Anyone who came and joined Dave and I for the uh, Thursday afternoon session, you're a double legend. And uh, that person who kept dropping wild magic surges on Dave and I, we don't know who you are, but I do know the first three letters of your username and I will find you <laughs> because that was a lot of wild magic surges that you kept dropping on us. Thank you for that. Um, Dave spent the first hour of the stream as a raven and then I spent the middle hour of the stream as a raven thanks to those wild magic surges. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, also. You absolute bloody legend for donating that much money to charity. Uh, thank you very much for uh, buying those wild magic surges and dropping them on the party. The um, the Jasper's Game Week, I believe, absolutely smashed their target goal of $10,000 um, $10, raised for the Black Dog Institute. I think we actually ended up at about 12000 or just under. Amazing. So thank you so much, everybody who came and participated in that. It was an awesome, awesome charity live stream event. We had a load of fun. Um, next year, might be seeing uh, an Avatar Legends campaign. As, uh, as one of the sessions. I think that'd be lots of fun. So uh, I'll keep you posted about those details. I'd be super keen to run one. And uh, yeah, should be lots of fun. Look at us making waves. Look at us making waves. Oh, Shreepy was just commenting about my part seemed odd. Yeah, I didn't record my part again. Do you want me to record yeah, it again? I think you should. Should I? Yeah. Yeah. Voice has changed. You've gotten older. Yeah, you look a lot older now. You've got more salt and pepper. Last oh. <laughs> year. It's not, it's not even been a year since we started this. Has it been a year since we started <laughs> it's this? It's been over oh, a year. We started it in October of 2021. It's been over a year. Dreaming yeah. is aged, dude. 
Streaming has aged me. That's uh, this Sound is like great. an old man in the smoker's room at a pub. Like, hey, mate, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got any Doris? Really <laughs> gasping, mate. I'm gasping for a Dory. Um, goodness me. Well, this has been a great start to my ego for this uh, session. Thank you so much. Um, I'll do a quick. Bring you down a peg. Oh, it's true. <laughs> It's very true. Um, let me do a quick recap for the previous session and we will jump straight back into the campaign. Um, I don't think there's any other announcements. Oh, um, Tears of the Kingdom episodes dropping daily on YouTube. Um, there will be a new episode every single day over on the Lost Archives YouTube channel. Please feel free to go and join in. Um, it's a mishmash of exploration, actual story, glitches that I have uh, been Cheating. informed of. Yeah, sure. Hmm. I mean, hmm. if you want to call it that, I'm just using the mechanics the game gave me. <laughs> <laughs> to, to create infinite items. Um, there's been some incredible uh, stuff discovered in uh, Tears of the Kingdom that uh, I've been thoroughly enjoying. Um, th the recent thing I'm getting into a lot is like building using the auto build function and the, the ultra hand. So I'm experimenting with some really cool vehicle builds. So yeah, I'll be I'll be putting a whole video out, which is just me sitting in the Tarrytown building supply unit, building all of these like random machines and testing them out on uh, the nearby Bokoblins, which thankfully respawn every Blood Moon. And if you just sleep, you can respawn them to test these death machines out on. So that's been awesome. Um, so that episode will be coming soon. Otherwise, I've been trying to focus on story as much as possible, but it's hard. The exploration aspect is, it just grabs you and pulls you in every single direction. I find it very hard to stay on track. Um, very, very hard to stay imagine. on track. I just imagine like the next like video thumbnail we would have like the shocked Pikachu face. It's like I made a Tesla and Tears of the Kingdom. And it's like just like a Tesla there with like the thumbnail. You've made a Tesla in like the game, some of that. I think it's a brilliant video idea. It's, like, it's certainly face, it's though. probably gonna tickle the algorithm's bullsack. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's the way I want to run, but sure. Like, I don't I don't think I really want to... <laughs> don't become one of those channels. I'll no. just push it immediately, though. <laughs> no, I'll, no. I'll, I'll, I won't clickbait anybody. I'll actually take a picture of what I built, and it will be substantially worse than an actual Tesla. <laughs> There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Um, oh, my goodness. All right, let me, do, let me do a recap, and let's jump into our Avatar Legends session, hey? Let me pull open. Where are we? Here we go. Our story has been following Sherva and Marco of the Fire Nation, Rung of the Earth Kingdom, Akila of the Water Tribe, and Arl of the Air Nomads. With the recent death of Avatar Roku following the eruption of his volcanic island home, omens of war and conflict seem numerous. The team are currently on the trail of the four elemental spirits in an attempt to calm their rage and undo the damage done by a careless wish made of the whale spirit of the Siwong Desert. With two spirits now appeased and only two to go, the team are in high spirits. Having left the Eastern Air Temple following the calming of the Sky Bison spirit, the team are now travelling through the southern regions of the Earth Kingdom. Soon after arriving on Earth Kingdom soil again, the group were met by Ruler, an old man some of the team had previously met outside the walls of Ba Sing Se, who handed over a rather odd-looking metal lantern to Marco, promising it would open when the time was right. After a brief stopover in the village of Chin, just in time to participate in the Avatar Day Festival by setting it on fucking fire, the group have flown to the nearby Kyoshi Islands. Uh, after meeting with the village elder Zhu, the group were introduced to the Kyoshi Warriors and their leader Koko. While the boys went shopping with some extra gold, Sherva was taken on a tour of the training grounds by Koko before engaging in a quick sparring match with her, which she tied in. The group then spent a bit of time exploring and enjoying the uh, fruits that the island had to offer and uh, also getting a bit of a chance to pick up some items that they've been looking for while out shopping. 
The next morning, however, when Sherva and Arl woke up bright and early for their training match with the Kyoshi Warriors, they discovered three ships sailing towards the island. While one of these ships seemingly ran into trouble while still out over the open ocean, the two others landed on the shores. Unfortunately, the first part of the exchange was missed by the team as they were spending that precious, precious time getting dressed. But by the time they arrived, things were looking rather tense. The ships were manned by members of Chin Village, as well as several Earth Nation soldiers who had come across looking for the dangerous criminals responsible for the destruction of large parts of the village. Handling this in really the only way Marco knows how, um, he set fire to one of the ships, uh, the sails of one of the ships, while the rest of the group sort of split between trying to observe and also trying to gaslight uh, the situation. Um, the session ended last week with the Chin Warriors and uh, Chin Villagers being chased off the island uh, by the Kyoshi Warriors and the party, with the Wheel of Punishment also being destroyed as a result of uh, Rung's earthbending. I believe you earthbent an entire slab at the Mayor of Chin Village and also crushed the Wheel of Punishment. Um, with the, with the Chin villagers now retreating across the ocean after being a little bit hassled by the Unagi, the large serpent-like creature that lurks below the waters around Kiyoshi Island, the rest of the group made their way back to the village. Um, Akila offering uh, some uh, a, a, a puppet that he had created of Coco to her in an effort to, how would you put it, win her favour would be fair to say? or Woo her? woo her okay so slightly creepier um in an effort to woo her uh, with a puppet that he had made of her um we're still yet to see how successful that was and that is where we left off last session we jump straight back in while the rest of you continue your walk back to town actually we'll say that you've just walked back in through the town gates as you look around you can see the rest of the kiyoshi warriors are heading back to their respective areas, some of them putting weapons away, uh, getting their armor slightly unhitched. Uh, as Coco looks around, gives a very long suffering sigh and turns back towards the five of you. I, I, I do have some concerns. The fact that Chin Village, that, that they, they sent villagers and, and soldiers over to land on our shores. I, I think we do need to talk to Zhu and maybe see if we can send someone to to Ba Sing Se. This is a pretty major diplomatic incident. I mean, uh, you guys might not know, but I mean, we're not part of the Earth Kingdom technically. We're kind of our own thing since Kiyoshi separated the island from the Earth Kingdom. Like, this could have been really bad and this could still be really bad. <laughs> um, I'm thinking it's probably best if you guys don't hang around too much longer just in case something were to happen. I think we're only hanging around until like lunchtime and then we'll be out of your hair. The boys just need to pick up some supplies. Some shopping. <laughs> oh, right. That's correct. You you bought some clothes from, uh, from uh, the tailor. Yeah, Mr. Taylor. I think his name's Finn. I think their name is Finn. Yeah. Taylor. Okay, whatever. Um, great. Well, as soon as you've done that, let me know if there's anything else you need. Um, I'll be back at the training grounds. Uh, oh, Al, oh, Sherva, 
given what happened with the boats and everything, would you mind if we waited half an hour or so and then jump back in with that training session? I know we promised it. I don't want to deny it. I, I think I think we should I think we should do it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Great. Brilliant. I'll, I'll just, meet you guys at the training ground in about 30 say, minutes then. I'll just good. say if you hear from Earth Nation, um, Earth Kingdom uh, guards or force or anything like that, all allegedly, that's all we will say. You are not involved in any of this. You have no idea about all this. It's all just accusations. Nothing has been proven. Just remember that one there. It's going to be okay. You guys will be fine. I really thought you were going to try to use your badge of authority there. That was. I don't know if just... I can whip that out right now. Actually, I'll, I'll, no, actually, no, you're right. I'll, <laughs> I'll say that. As I'm like, everything will be fine. I sort of just like flash, <laughs> flash on the side of my vest. Coco like, sort of like leans around, looks and goes. <laughs> Two things. You did hear the part about where I said that we're not really technically part of the Earth Kingdom. So any, yeah, but crank at you. any authority you might have based on that badge is null and void here anyway. And it also looks like it's uh, promoting you as like, what's that? Mine sergeant? Oh, it's got a smudge on it or something like that. It's a sergeant. Just a smudge. I had lunch. Well, the it's funny because the but word anyway. sergeant was the one that was written really small <clears throat> and the word mine was the big one across the center. And it anyway, like it's going to be all okay. Col- it's going to be perfect. Perfect. Nothing to worry about there. Those guys are crazy over there, I'd say. But we'll be going soon. <clears throat> Just try can I, to. Yep. Sorry. Can I look and be like, ah, oh, I didn't know you were a sergeant. Yeah. Yeah. Big sergeant. No, you've, sergeant you've, actually. No, you've never mentioned it before. Well, you know, it's, when you're that, you know, important, it's best not to gloat, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to go around saying, hey, I'm a sergeant. I'm amazing. I'd rather hold it out for situations like this, but. It's applicable, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's right to do so, you know. You either bring out mining terminology when no one asks for it, or you say you're a sergeant when people need to hear it. It's two things in life to learn. I mean, uh, he's got you there. It's pretty good. Sergeant's pretty good. Thank you. But you're not really a, a sergeant, though, right? Like, that's you've kind of co-opted that word to describe being, like, very, very minorly above just a minor right minorly exactly right i am pretty minorly you're exactly right it's part of my being <laughs> i'm ahead to the training grounds anyway uh, this is detective al <laughs> detective detective al are you, I, are you an investigator of sorts al um i've investigated things in the past with uh mm-hmm. bearing results Results are there results. Any That's the famous right cases you participated in. I might know of. Or... No, no. Most of them have been pretty secret, low profile. Mm. We have to, we have yeah, to keep hush hush. Very. You're not very allowed to speak about them. Clientele that. Yes, exactly right. Client. Anyway, um, I'm going to get. I'm going to walk away from this conversation. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> exactly as I trained you to do, and me too, because client privilege thing. Not shuffling the file. Coco kind of looks a bit bemused, looks at Sherva, nods, and then backs out and begins walking away <laughs> towards the training grounds. Um, 
I'll I'll play Marco tonight, who is uh, who's sort of standing there a bit awkwardly, as Marco sort of like jogs up to the rest of you. Um, he has a big smile on his face. He goes, "Hmm, that was crazy. How the the ship caught fire? Um, that was what was that about? Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there a mm. lightning storm? Did I see? I I, I couldn't have been lightning. I, I couldn't. I, Must have been a bird." Firehooks are a thing. <laughs> There's this like momentary anyway. pause as Marco <laughs> nods and goes, it, I, it wasn't me, guys. I don't know. I don't know how that happens. I, that was crazy. What was that about? Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't see you do anything. But they got chased off. So yeah. that's all that, that's all that matters, right? Yeah. Marco, yeah. hold out your palms right now. Marco very gingerly holds out his hands. Touch him. Touch him. I'm going to I'm gonna sniff his palms and see if I can sniff any trace of, like, fire. Does it leave a scent on his sniff hand or anything like that? Palms? Oh, okay. Like, um, does he have, like, a fiery smell from holding fire and fire so bending? Does it smell... Brandon? Burning? Brandon, I'm going to let... What do you I'm, think fire smells yeah. like? Brandon, I'm going to let you answer this yourself. Burnt hair. <laughs> why, would, but why would there be burnt hair? That means firebenders are constantly burning themselves when they firebend. Is it hot? I don't know. Yeah, it is, but they don't—they don't actually like hold the flame in their hand. It's a little bit off. If you watch the firebenders, it like happens a little bit away from their skin, a couple of centimeters away from mm. their skin. It doesn't smell like it's burning there. Some of it's that. the no same as like rock bending. They don't need to like rock bending, earth bending. They don't need to be like physically holding onto piece of earth. That um, could like dust can get in there. He sticks to his guns. So he's gonna sniff his hand see if it smells like anything burning. <laughs> Um, as you like bend down and begin sniffing Marco's hands, it, Marco very quickly pulls away and goes, um, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> You're clean. I think I'm actually going to just turn back to Al. I think I'm going to get back into the... Sorry, no, 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 hang on. We're not just moving past that. What do you mean I'm clean? Why is sniffing my hands? He was checking well, the soap. Clearly bender. you had a shower. No, no, he has not had a shower at all. I mean, no, no, no. He his hands or held fire. I no, no, mm, my hands are clean. clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right, my hands are clean. It's mm-hmm. like how, like you, yeah, like a spoon or something in the fire. It's coming out clean. It's all been burnt off. So, mm-hmm. I think he's good. I believe him. Case closed. I'm still not sure what exactly you were trying to look for. Well, like, hold something burning. It's going to smell like burnt paper, burnt wood, anything like that. If, if you're holding something that's burning, it's going to smell like the exactly thing right. that is burning. Like but, you hold fire. Exactly but, right. No, no, so but I don't know if you're holding fire because it's not <laughs> like fire. Look, I can see what you were trying to do. If this was our yeah, world, yeah, yeah. for example, it'd be brilliant because you'd be like, oh, there'd be like the smell of fuel on his hands because he's been there'd like be chucking smoke, the fireball. There'd be yeah. some kind of ashy yeah, substance. Yeah, yeah. But this ain't our world, motherfucker. This is Avatar. <laughs> they the, the they conjure the <laughs> elemental fire in front of them a little bit. They don't actually, and there's not like a chemical or a... Yeah. a it's not like magician's paper that they're going, ha, <laughs> throwing out. That I like to imagine that Rung's still kind of oblivious to how like all the other like, dudes kind of do their bending. He's just like, you're holding fire. Surely it's going to smell like fire. Surely, right? I, I love the idea that Rung thinks fire smells, <laughs> right? The, like that's- only, <laughs> the only <laughs> bender that would be like, having to touch the thing that they need to bend is literally the airbenders because they're always touching air. Yeah. Like, yeah it's oh. No one else touches the element. They don't have to, oh. no. Waterbenders oh. often do, but they don't oh, have to. Hands. 
Yeah, often often water actually. benders <laughs> are actually just moving it around in front of them. They're never actually yeah. holding it. No, exactly right. They, so water benders have a couple of forms Eyes where they'll the use it, where they like make like a, a, a like a, an octopus form around them, or they'll actually like immerse themselves in water or things like that. Earthbenders will sometimes punch the rocks physically or slam their feet down into yeah. the ground. But yeah, you're right. Airbenders are technically the only benders who are always touching their element. <laughs> And even then, so or, it's the- or any water bender in the Northern Water Tribe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But they don't have to be like touching the element as they're using it. If they're using like the bending, I'm I'm also just imagining Akila walking up to somebody right now and like stabbing them and touching their blood to be able to control them. Um, a question: Would his hands be hot? Or like warm from the fire? No, it's been too long. They'd be warm from his body temperature. Body temp. If it happens, would it be warm? I would. I would argue that if it's just after. I would argue, yeah, just just a little bit warmer. Yeah. Because close to fire. Waiting for like YouTube comments to come out at some point and be like, (laughs) um, actually, um, actually, yes, um, actually. Uh, yeah, but also it's magic, and uh, you can um actually all you want. But I I can guarantee the creators have not specifically specified whether someone's hands get warm after fire bending. Um, I'm willing to I'm willing to stake <laughs> quite a bit on that. But if you want to do a Reddit AMA and find out from them, I'll appreciate the answer. I'm just googling it. I can't mm. think of a single time that in any of the shows, etc., that there's been a firebender physically touching fire. Like there's not even smoke or anything from the fire bending, so I'm still really confused what hands. you thought you would smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm wondering. I'm wondering if. No. I'm wondering if technically this counts as Brandon derailing. No, because it's talking. That's my avatar, And technically, this could about? all have been happening within character as well. This entire conversation. Oh, yeah. it, it very well is happening yeah. within character. <laughs> We're all just questioning Rung hey, why he thinks he can smell fire. Hey Rung, Rung, don't don't sniff my hands again. Don't don't sniff my hands again. It, it was a bit weird. Okay, Rung. it was it was a bit weird. I just had don't, to be sure. Don't I'm, don't I'm, sniff my hands again. I'll see what you say when you wake up. Uh, I'll I'll sniff his own what? hands. <laughs> I'm just when Andrew comes back like hey Andrew can I sniff your hands sure <laughs> no I don't think he would I think he'd be just as put out as I am acting like yeah he's... yeah yeah he'd be yeah, like easily. why why do you want to sniff my hand he, he asked me to hug him out of nowhere last time he was like so that he could electrocute you there was an ulterior motive <laughs> yeah, exactly. so he could Same. electrocute you <laughs> Anyway, where are we going now? <laughs> well, that's the question. So, Al and Sherva have a date with the Kyoshi Warriors um, and their training session. So, Akila and Rung, my question is, what are you two doing? Um, what time is it? Uh, it'd be still early morning, maybe 9am. Oh my god, I just want my clothes. How um, until the clothes are finished? Mid. She said midday. So like three hours. I'm sort of just without working on it to the very end, though. But I mean, they could be. They've been. It was a very last-minute order. And you asked for quite a bu- quite a lot as well to be to be done. I mean, a decent amount. What'd you guys get? 
I don't remember. <laughs> you asked for a new uh, overcoat and jacket in a dark blue with some very light fur lining. What gods then? Oh, fucking hell. Thanks, Daddy. Um, and Marco got like a full cloak, a full waistcoat, some new pants, and he, he got some gloves. Out. And he got like he Marco was the one Heat who got resistant them. clothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went for some like no, it was it was shockproof, uh, wasn't it? I think he went for um, like the the sleeves and gloves that were slightly shockproof and oh, heat yeah, resistant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas, whereas Al just bought a, a secondhand cloak, <laughs> which might have had some blood on the back. <laughs> it would, and this, and a hole where like this sword, yeah. roughly the size of a sword blade, <laughs> pushing through. Um, so Rung, Akila, what do you two want to do? You got about two, three hours. Just checking. Oh, I do not have anything. Uh, I do not have do much wrong? money on me at all. Um, I'm, well, sure we can ask, like, I'm sure we can ask Mako for money if we need. I don't I'm know. Out of money. Like, the thing uh, is, we it weirds out by smelling his hands. Yeah. Ah, oh, maybe Sherva. If we need like a little bit of cash. I was just, I was just thinking like everyone's getting the cloaks and all this sort of stuff. I kind of feel like I need like a, a little, like a little throwover. Like, what if we got to hide away from like Earth Nation guards or something like that? And I need to be like. Dude, that didn't. That wasn't us who allegedly knocked out the statue just, in Chin Village. Couldn't you destroy their um, artifacts? Like earth bend up yourself under rocks. I try to do that. <laughs> Sorry, what it look like? So what are you trying <laughs> to do? You're trying to make to... myself. If I just like covered myself in stone somehow, like just like throw up a bunch of pebbles over me to show him how silly it would look if I was just standing there as so, like a stone mannequin. So the stone armor <laughs> technique is a pretty advanced piece of earthbending. Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can give it a okay. shot. Do you want to try pushing your luck and see how good you are at it? I'll, I'll try to push my luck to try and show try him and make black. some stone I'll armor. Do that then. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try that out. <laughs> Moves, push luck. Cassione. Oh. 11, 11 absolute success <laughs> rung sometimes when you've been down in the coal mines and there's been the grumblings of a potential cave you've quickly <laughs> stone armored yourself <laughs> to protect yourself uh and you do so again it's not the full suit of armor and you're not quite able to move in it but as a with a slightly unpracticed technique you surround yourself with stone almost like a coffin with just like a little eye hole at the top like a little slit where you're looking out from as your eyes look around as you're held in this giant stone coffin made of pebbles that you've surrounded yourself in <laughs> i just i just imagine i'm just there like this now I'm like just t-posing ah. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like an npc t-posing ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah honestly stunned that i've done this <laughs> am i hidden can you see me um, i mean we're out in the open so i think any you just look like a statue but it kind of works I think I still need a cloak. And I just like, like a dog. Just shake, just shake all the, yeah, shake all the stone off as it cr uh, cr crumbles to the ground around you and uh, piles up. You sort of just gingerly step over it, leaving this pile of, of stones and pebbles just lying on the ground. I could try that more often. But I'd be happy to go check in on your tailor and see if they've got your thing ready and whether or not they've got any very yeah, cost effective. Go, go check. 
Okay. Alrighty. As the two of you head over towards the tailor, let's jump back to Sherva and Al. As you two begin heading towards the Kiyoshi training hall uh, and into the training arena, you can see there's a couple of other Kiyoshi warriors who have set up and are preparing for probably what was their, their normal morning routine, just a little bit later as a result of the excitement on the beach. Um, as Coco sees you approach, she directs you towards the back of a group of uh, eight other Kyoshi warriors in two lines of four, setting you up right in the very middle uh, in a line of two, just at the very back of the, the rest of the class. Uh, as she then begins standing at the front and shows off a few moves. All right, I need you to repeat after me, everybody. We're going to do kata number four. Um, Sherva, Al, I'm going to come stand at the back with you guys and we're going to go through it together. Uh, everybody, kata four. And then Coco runs around the back and joins you guys as you step into the sequence of moves. It's a very simple sequence designed to sort of warm you up as you head into a combat sequence. But there is an elegance and speed at which the other Kyoshi warriors move that is impressive. I'm going to have both Sherva and Arl. Sherva, you're going to be rolling with Focus this is relying on skills and training i believe that's a focus role for skills and training yeah or is it yep, passion it is, <clears throat> it is focus. focus and i'll because you have had no combat training whatsoever i'm going to have you roll i, I would argue airbenders have had like daily combat training in terms of the peaceful Ebony, right? air nomads yeah you've had you've had bending training but these are very militaristic cutters a lot of the stuff you've been taught is much much more similar to tai chi so this is this is a little bit different in the way that the movements are much more aggressive whereas the airbenders and the air nomads of the temples it's more about like stretching your core and finding your inner peace it's, i i i you're, you're a god so i'll let you say that but like i, I let me more like yeah i always mention that more like shallon monks i which think are like quite like i think the air nomads during this era with roku and then leading up to this i think this was one of the main reasons why the guiding wind kind of split away is that the air nomads had kind of lost their way a bit and had become these um I, well i mean the guiding wind will cross because the air nomads were starting to like hang out with members of other nations and starting to involve yeah. themselves in the other other nations again that's the main reason why the guiding wind will cross but they they also wanted the air nomads to go back to their spiritual enlightenment and back to the the age of um, spiritual growth that they felt the air nomads had had lost. You argue well in that I, I as I was saying that I'm thinking I'm like there's not a huge deal of difference between the cutters that you would use for like a martial arts training as compared to a tai chi. So in that case, then if you wanted to roll and rely on your skills on training, you can. Yes, please. Thank you. No problem. Sure. Uh, to miss anyway. Fourteen absolute success. Thank goodness you argued so uh, passionately there, Dave. <laughs> Oh, I mean, um, it would have been less if I hadn't. <laughs> Six-ish. Uh, so 14 for Sherva, six for Arl. Sherva, you've trained in Kasa's your whole life. This is a modified version of one of the ones that you've learned in the Fire Nation. This seems to be much more defensive in nature, um, much more free-flowing. A lot of the Fire Nation Kasa's tend to be much more aggressive and much more on the offensive. This seems to be a more uh, defensive, reactionary style of combat. Uh, but... I mean, you, you adapt quite quickly and, and very soon you're moving in time with the other Kyoshi warriors. Uh, you get a nod of approval from Coco. Oh, six. Yeah, the, the stances, none of the stances are particularly familiar. A lot of the stances you're used to 
move from one to the other very slowly and it's all about maintaining that balance and grace. These are quick. I love that Sheva's giving you an L for loser. That's brutal. Uh, <laughs> these are pretty... L for learning, Sherva. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine Al saying that, though. He would. Um, Al, a lot of the stances you're used to, I mean, it's all about moving in time with your own inner harmony. Not like someone calling out like, three, six, one... 12 and like calling out the stances i'm gonna say it's not that you're not very good at this it's more you get a bit flustered with this the way that they're doing this and it's all like quick what do the numbers mean yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah 100 ladies yeah it's like what what's 12 <laughs> like oh i did number one <laughs> you hit coco go four and you're like what <laughs> that's nothing like three was Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's just, it's a very steep learning curve for you, Al. And you do your best, but you do quickly find yourself kind of losing your place. Excuse me. Um, your footwork kind of tangling you up. At one point, you actually bump into one of the other Kyoshi warriors. Um, a girl probably about your age, dressed in the, in the full outfit with the face paint on. And as you sort of like bump into her and rebound off her, she gives you a bit of a withering glare and then goes, Ugh. This is why we don't let boys do this stuff. Under her breath. <laughs> oh, look, I'm really trying. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll you going to do gaslighter? No, I'm just being sincere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to need to move your balance. Where's gaslight on your balance? <laughs> How's that gaslighting? Me, me saying I will try harder is not gaslighting. No, no you bumped into you. me. <laughs> that's that's, that's what I was, I was waiting for you to be like, I'm really trying. It'd be better if you didn't bump into me all the time. Well, I'm tottering here. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, as, as you say that, this very sincere, like, oh, I'm, I'm really trying my best. <laughs> you watch as the girl kind of like looks at you sighs and then keeps going with the cutter and then like looks back a bit of a pitying look. Uh, Al. <laughs> Al, Al really wants to be here, so he's he's trying his hardest. Amazing. Uh, alrighty. Uh, after about forty minutes of this cutter, as you get through and finish off the movements, Sherva, you're not even you haven't even broken a sweat. This is easy, easy peasy for you. And compared to the cutter that you did yesterday with the Kyoshi Warriors, it's simple, simple stuff. Al, when it finishes, probably more as a result of you getting flustered and then like trying too hard you are more tuckered out than you normally would be at the end of a bit of moderate to light exercise uh, Al, Al is using his fans that he bought to fan himself yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly Coco gives you a bit of a look with the fans and goes okay sure these are the fans you bought yesterday Al yes from uh, the pirate ship oh you, yeah right they're a good bunch for the most part. Just don't ask them where they get their stuff and they won't have to lie. Sure, I asked them and they lied. Chef is going to like grab Arl's hand and like look a little bit closer at the fan that he's holding and what's drawn on it. I don't think we went into too much detail about the <laughs> patterns. I think you went for two plain fans, just some... Yeah, I think and they were off. They were, they were not a matching set. They're so not matching, one yeah. One's slightly larger. <laughs> and... A slightly different type of wood. 
These they're, um they're budget fans. Yeah. Weren't you trying to get <laughs> fans that you could fight with? Wasn't that the idea was to airbend with them, not necessarily fight with them. They seem kind of flimsy. How much did you pay for them? Oh no, we, I got them for like a few silver. Um, they weren't that expensive. The other option was one that had a really crude drawing of a woman on it, and we decided not to go for that one. Um, they made me feel what do you mean we. Akila was with me and he helped. <laughs> You're not there, Akila. Just <laughs> <laughs> hear his voice in his head. <laughs> I, I think I felt Akila bloodbending. Who's this wee airbender? <laughs> the, the gaslighting starting again. I really wanted a different fan, but Akila bloodbended me to get these two. <laughs> I'd believe it. He took away my choice. I, I, I meant something else, but let's keep it PG. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we stayed away from the crude fans. Uh, and you got That's these good. ones instead. Fair enough. Did you say a couple of silver for those fans, Al? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't a lot. It was. It was just a bit. I think. I don't know how much a silver is, but I was. I thought it wasn't a lot. Coco nods and smiles and then leans into Sherva and whispers very quietly. If he paid a couple of silver, I think he overpaid. Yeah, I was gonna say they're probably only worth a couple bronze each. Yeah, I, I. I don't think. I think if he if he paid a couple of silver, like they're barely worth some copper. We shouldn't tell him, should we? They're nice no, fans. They're my, oh, great. They're my biggest fans. They're your only fans. They're your only fans. We <laughs> 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 didn't exhaust these jokes in the last two sessions. <laughs> oh, we, we didn't? We can keep going. <laughs> it was written in like Owen's like item notes. Like if someone buys the crude fans, they're called only fans. Damn it, no one bought them. <laughs> I I knew you guys wouldn't pick the fans with the new drawing of women on them. But, 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 you know, I didn't know about them. I wasn't there that time. <laughs> we, we, we should we should we should make some uh lost archive fans for the merch store. That's kind of a cool idea. Yeah, I think so. I'll look into Calling it. Fans. Yeah, yeah. I would that's, buy that's Should I call cool should idea. I call them the only fans? <laughs> Yes. Al's <laughs> only fans. Al's only fans. Right. You, could, you could AOL. potentially do like a really cool AOL. design for like each of the elements or something and then just have the lost archives symbol on them. Okay. Alright. I will I will look into the I don't know how hard that will be for you to like create, but Oh, uh, I can I can do some stuff with the the four element symbols. I'll just I'll incorporate them into like a much larger kind of like Celtic knotwork design, and then I'll have that mm. join into the. I can I can do some stuff with that. I can I can work with that. I'll do a blood bending one as well for Akila. Hell yeah! I I felt these were more in line with my bending than metal fans, so I chose these ones. That makes yeah. sense. They are probably a bit lighter. Yeah. No. Fair enough. I I just a question though, Al. You know your kite. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Isn't that kind of technically a really big fan that you could use? It is, but these are smaller. I thought I'd fit in more of the Kyoshi Warriors if I had these handheld ones. But didn't you just say these were your biggest fans? And your only fans. Well, I mean... But you have your kite. But my kite is a kite and a fan, whereas this is only a fan. Yeah, but your kite would be your biggest fan, wouldn't it? Well, is it a fan? It's, it's a kite. But you just said it's a kite and a fan. I mean, I guess I can use it as a fan, but it, it's not very practical to fan someone. But you just said that it is a kite and a fan. Are you lying to me? How does it feel to be gaslit, Al? 
<laughs> I feel cornered and uncomfortable, and I don't love it. <laughs> um, I don't really understand what's going on here, but I'm going to give you both a thumbs up, give you a five minute break to get some water, and um, we'll get started on the combat training. <laughs> How does that sound? Yep, sounds, sounds good. good. I'm ready. Uh, you sure don't want to break, Al? You're pretty sweaty. There's some water over there. If you, there's a water barrel. If you want to get some fresh water, and no, okay. Uh, yeah, Al holds off, but when Coco's not looking, he takes a big gulp of water. Okay, she turns around immediately as you like. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, as you as you both have a bit of a chance to cool off and uh, and get ready for the combat training. Um, Coco goes around and begins pairing off a number of the Kyoshi warriors. She pairs off most of them with each other, picking people of similar height, similar build, and probably guess similar combat experience. When she gets to you two, she pauses. Here's what I'm thinking. Do you two want to fa face off against each other? Or do you want me to pair you off against some Kyoshi warriors? Or I could fight one of you. Al, what makes you comfortable? I'm happy with a Kyoshi warrior, including yourself, Coco, so whatever you feel is best. But Shiver and I can spar at any time, really, so. True. Okay. Not that we do, but we can. <laughs> Shiver, we should spar more often. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Well, I think in that case, then, what I might do... I might put you both with two Kyoshi warriors to start with, two of the other warriors, and then we'll see how we go. How does that sound? Sounds good. Okay, brilliant. Uh, I think let's go... Hmm. Hey, I think I might put Henna. I think you'll be with Al. And... Who would be best with Sherva? Let's go Seema. Okay, I reckon. So, bow. Combat positions. And we're going for gentle sparring. This is more a chance to warm up and work together. I've heard OnlyFans spar sessions are popular. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> well said. Well said, chat. Very nicely I done. Think those it's, are gentle, though. It's actually a S P A R in this case. Probably also popular on OnlyFans, to be honest. Yeah, it's um, like that really small grocery store you find in random Australian towns. Yeah. OGA? Where are they? Not really small. Oh, spa. Oh, spa. <laughs> like, barely anyone's yeah, ever heard of it. Yeah, that's you a, that's in a, country towns. I'm like, oh, wow, this is so European. So exotic. Wow. That's a fringe <laughs> reference even for Australians to get. We have a grocery chain here that is, like, dying. <laughs> There's very few left called spa. I have never heard of it. it yeah, I was gonna say it's it's there's. You like, only know it if you're in like really really small country town. Yeah, you really you have to have been a couple of hundred thousand kilometers away from a city <laughs> to have ever seen one. Not hundred. I grew up in a small town. That had a spa. It was like everyone's kilometers. first job. Yeah. We had a spa and an IGA. We were pretty cool. What a uh, who could afford to go at the IGA? Cheap. No one. No one. <laughs> IGA were kidding themselves. There was a mite of ten inside of the. IGA. Oh my god, oh, the lesser bunnies. Oh no, that makes sense. <laughs> the lesser bunnies. I think Matt Cash like. Look, can Mitre 10 <laughs> match any price and beat it by 10%? I don't think so. 
<laughs> this is why Bunnings is the best. Okay, okay, Bunnings, hey, broke. if you want to sponsor us, Bunnings. I, I, I've been buying a lot of Bunnings stuff recently to fix up the house. I, I'll take a sponsorship. I uh, will eat a snack. Sponsors, we'll say nicer things as well, though. So. Hey, no, you're older. Yes, yes Archie. Archie. Did Owen just uh, derail us again? Uh, that wasn't Sorry. me. That was who, who brought up Spa. That wasn't me. It was, it was Bunnings. That was you Bree. You were correcting chat on how they spell Spa. Yeah, and then you started talking about sparring. No, it's always you. Bree brought up spar in the country. That wasn't me. I I did not accept responsibility for this. It wasn't me. No, you were talking about you were talking about IGA. No, that was Bree. No. And Brandon said IGA, <laughs> not me. No, nah, you can't pin this on me. Gaslight all you want. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, I'm pretty sure it was me, but yep. no one voted me. A lot of people voted Owen. That's yeah, and someone voted. Oh. And points for anyone who knows what IGA stands for. Uh, intergalactic assholes. <laughs> intergalactic plan. No, I'm not saying that as copyright. <laughs> Independent grosses Australia. Yeah, that's what Archie said, right? Yeah, 20 bucks. Did he? Uh, Archie oh, didn't say that. I didn't no, hear it. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear Archie say I heard him say it. Yeah, I, didn't hear I, it. I definitely I heard him it. say it. I didn't hear him say it. Okay, 10 points. I'll just edit it so it isn't him. <laughs> so he doesn't say it. I'll just edit out Archie <laughs> saying it. That's right. That sounds like gas. <laughs> Don't mess with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just beep it. Um, alrighty. Thank you. Uh, so for, <laughs> for... I'm not slow. I was typing. <laughs> so for Sherva and Al, as you two face off against the Kyoshi Warriors, um, we're not going to have you do a combat with them. What I'm more rolling to see... Or having you roll to see is how much you learn from this encounter uh what i'd like you to do is please do a focus roll just a flat Ten. focus flat focus uh, and for Arl. hang on okay eight <clears throat> for sherva both success sherva with consequences um sherva i actually this kind of makes sense right because you already know a number of combat techniques trying to learn a whole new combat technique when you already have a number in your mind and a whole series in your mind it, it's much easier to what's that saying it's easier to it's no sorry it's hard to fill a cup which is already full so in this case right like the new techniques and things like that most of the footwork's the same but then there's some new footwork and you're like nah but i know i already know this footwork and it's a bit it's a bit easier for me and i've, I've this is second nature for me so your instincts that sort of fall upon your training not to look for new techniques whereas mm. i'll this is all new for Al in the in a lot of the combat stuff so Al is picking it up pretty quickly. Yes, yes, Dave. I reckon Al starts with like, like his instincts, which is like maneuverability and dexterity to start dodging. Yep. Um, but then the more he watches them strike, but with speed and like low physical power, if that makes sense, that he starts like yep. adapting to that and trying to learn that. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, as the training match goes on, the two of you do really well. Um, the Kyoshi Warriors clearly are highly trained, highly specialized, and very competent fighters. But this is a training match, and they are deliberately trying new things and practicing techniques. So they're not fighting for real. It's it's a chance to, to show off. And also for them to practice their defense. Sometimes there's periods of the fight where both of your opponents actually go on the defensive deliberately to practice some of their defensive stances. And that gives you a chance to rush in and, and actually take advantage of their distraction sometimes or, or take advantage of footwork that's not quite right. After the hour has passed, both of you are pretty tuckered out. Sherva actually more than Al this time. Yes, Dave. Was was Hannah the um 
Um, was, the snarky one that was like, this is why we don't train with men. Did, did, was she around? Did she? I'm going to say yes, it is, just because it's too funny not to. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that makes me happy. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, DM. No problem. Uh, as as you get to the end of the hour, uh, both of you are pretty tuckered out. It's been a, a long fight. But there is this sense of satisfaction. Your muscles are, t- are sore and tired and strained, but there's a sense of accomplishment. Al, you, during this time, you've picked up a lot of techniques. There's a lot of the techniques that the Kyoshi Warriors use, especially with fans, that you think could translate to airbending without too much effort from yourself. A number of the attacks that they use with a closed fan, all you'd have to do is open the fan and do it at range and send out a blast of compressed air shooting forwards. A couple of the jumps that they do where they push off with their fans to help um, create a bit of like uh, momentum. If you were to do that with airbending at the same time, you could shoot yourself pretty high into the air above opponents and be able to actually use this for a much more uh, evasive dodge than you've done in the past. For Sherva, you actually can add to your fighting techniques a new style of fighting technique. I am currently trying to find one. <laughs> I already had an argument. No, no, all good. No rush. Doesn't have to be right now. But essentially, <clears throat> we're going to be adding in uh, the Kyoshi combat training. So where your where it has at the top of your character sheet, where it says like you're a weapon specialist. Um, okay. If we go into your, let me just pull open your team member stats, uh, where it says weapons master, and you've got underneath that uh, the fighting style, fighting style whip. You may add fighting style whip, comma fans. Or Kiyo- Kiyoshi fan technique. If you- <laughs> and this is this is a uh, currently you are doing this at a um, uh, like it's not practiced yet. It's a learned technique. Uh, but mm-hmm. as we go through and you use these more and more, you'll be able to uh, to upgrade these and yeah, be able to improve these uh, this combat training. Yeah, I'm not sure if there is anything in the existing. I've got a homebrew catalog. one. I've got a homebrew one that I've I've uh, added. I think Sweet. it just needs to be approved. So I'll, uh, I'll okay. message the guys and make sure it's added in. Oh, there might be there might be a tick box I need to do to actually allow it in our game. So I'll I'll look into that and I'll make sure it's added yeah. in for the fan fan technique. And that will also be uh, the that will be the technique that you're also able to use where you can let out this little like push of air from your fans as well. Alrighty, let's jump over to the boys. The boys. Akila, Rung, what are you two fuckwits doing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, um, all right, yeah, no, all right. Um, oh, yeah, I think... Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting on the way, like we might see, maybe, like anything that may catch our eye. Stole, Go on, do you know what? Do you know what? Goods. Why don't, why don't each of you roll me... Um, what we'll do we'll do it as a we'll do it as a random encounter so what i'll do is i'll get each of you to roll me um with push your luck just each of you roll push your luck and i oh. will oh you're gonna roll a d100 that's uh, no it's fine it's fine we don't want both to. of you roll push your luck i'll add them together and then divide it and then i'll look on a i've got a random encounter table here akila 11 absolute success oh i mean fantastic what a waste of a dice roll though because uh that's just for a random encounter <laughs> Hey. But it's like a good encounter. Not necessarily, no. It's randomized. Be good. It's randomized. <laughs> it's be good. 
rung 10 it's a 10.5 oh no 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 i'm so i'm adding them together and then i'm dividing it by the six so that we get it on a on a multiple because you're using a d6 and then i'm going to multiply it by a d100 i'm doing some math behind the scenes to account for the fact that you're (laughs) okay let me pull over over (laughs) okay okay this will be fun Uh, yeah rung and akila as you guys are making your way back through the town, there's a sudden, almost like a, a cry that sounds, followed by this, and as you turn around and look, you can see there is a a small um, child, looks to be probably about like eight or nine, uh, with a massive, massive sungi horn, about twice the size of them, that is currently propped up next to a house. Uh, they seem to be trying to play this instrument, and you watch as they go, <gasps> as they try and play this massive instrument, letting out these very low, <laughs> resounding, um, echoing horn <laughs> blasts. As you look towards them, they go, <gasps> And then as they go to blow in again, they let out this and then vomit into the actual uh, horn. Okay, I, I was honest. I thought they were going like to die. <laughs> and as they look towards you, they go, oh, um, can you help me? Can you help me clean out the instrument? Sorry, I'm supposed to be practicing for a lesson. Yeah, but, um, no. Okay, that's fair. I mean, if I can clean that out, can I play it? Uh, sure, but be be careful with it. It's my dad's. I'll, um, of course. I'll just um, whip out some water and just, like, flush it. <laughs> as, as it flushes through the, the curls and then sprays out like a fountain at the other end, um, a woman walking past carrying a basket full of fresh green groceries that she's picked up from the market just gets yes. sprayed. And as she just, like stands there and just takes it and then just wipes off the water, looks and goes, Why? I say nothing. <laughs> just looking... <laughs> The kid just covers Actually, it up. I, like, might, I might throw a bit of water onto me and Rung as well, just okay. to make it look like <laughs> it also happened to us. Okay. Do you yeah. want to roll to trick an NPC? Yeah. Boy, I give you sorry. a little, like, a little, like, a little side nudge. Wow, I'm like, I don't know what you're doing here. <laughs> 11 absolute success. As you splash <laughs> a bit of water, and then she looks over and goes, like, why? And then you're there looking dripping wet, and you just... Look down at yourself, Akila, look at her and just like shake your head and then look at the... What, what do you do after that? Is, is you trying to... Like, I, I like look up at the sky. The kid. <laughs> As you look up at the sky, <laughs> she sort of like does a bit of a double take and glances up as well. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm looking around a bit confused. I like look at myself, look at her, look what's at the, the sky. What's the sky look like today? Look around, like, it's completely like crystal clear blue sky. <laughs> Oh, it must, be, must have come from somewhere. <laughs> she, she looks up really confused and goes, First, I'm woken up early by the, by the invaders from Chid. Now I'm covered in... What's that smell? Is the uh, is the tuber clear? Yeah, completely. Okay, cool. 
That's uh, a Sungi horn, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. The kid okay. sort of like covers okay. their mouth because like <laughs> <laughs> and then covers their mouth again and goes like It fell from the sky. Like taking a hint from you, Akila. Cool. The woman looks mm-hmm. up again. Mm-hmm. Looks down. Just with this very haunted expression and then wanders back towards the markets. <laughs> I give the little, I, bend, I kneel down and give the little kid a fist bump like, you did great today, little dude. Give it here. The kid, the kid fist responds bump. with a fist bump like, bam, and goes like, oh, I, di- I didn't think she'd buy it. Oh my God, you just sprayed her with like water and vom? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty sick, literally. Hey. <laughs> also, I kind of forgot you could do that, killer. I, I was looking for a bucket of water. That was clutch what you pulled out right there. That was amazing. Yeah, it works sometimes. That's so cool. Hey, if it's all clear, you're welcome to have a, a blow on the horn if you want. Yes. I was like, immediately just like scuttle over there. Just like, say, how's I'll do this? Now, Rung, do you have Miner's Lung? <laughs> Let's find out. Could you roll to push your luck, please, as we see... <laughs> Whether the years of coal <laughs> extraction have given you the black lung. <laughs> the black lung pup. Uh, this is literally this is literally rolling for the black lung. Yeah. If you roll really third low, push, you have black lung. Third push my lack of the session here. This is statistically gonna go poorly. Let's you're, find yeah, out. you you really testing the water. It's waters a ten! <laughs> it's a ten. He does not have the black lung. Yes. Rung as you breathe in, there's this moment of like <laughs> and then this as you let out this massive like low <laughs> resonant sound oh, so cool. hey you can pray you can, you can play pretty low I heard about a special note you can play that if you play this note and people hear it they poop their pants it's Is called the brown note doing this entire time <laughs> I mean I was supposed to be practicing scales, but that sounded boring. So when I heard about the brown note, I thought I'd try and like learn it, but I can't get it to play. And like when I try and like strain myself too much, the, the, the I, I, I make, I'm, I make the instrument soggy. I, don't I like vomiting. think you're practicing like, scales. I think you're practicing. Vomit. Let's Thank make you. these guys scale their pants with poo. That's what I think. What we're doing? I go for another you, fist bump. <laughs> do you, oh yeah. Do, do you know? Do you know? Are you a musician? Do you know the brown note? I look at a killer. Well, what do you, maybe I've played the podcast. This is a killer. Have, you know what it sounds like. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have I, any idea what it sounds like? You just heard about it? Yeah, I, I, I've got no idea. I just heard about it. Um, it's at that moment you hear a voice call out from across the square from one of the other houses. What are you doing? As a middle-aged woman with very tightly bound up hair marches across the square wearing what looks to be very like darker clothing and a large white apron uh, down the front. Go to the kid. Who's that? That's my teacher. She's scary. What's her oh, name? Maybe we can ask her. <laughs> maybe you can ask her. <laughs> um, 
everyone just calls her Ma. Um, sorry, sorry, Ma. I was these people were helping me. I, I had a I had a problem with the with the horn, but they helped me clean it. They were really nice. Mm-hmm. The woman crosses her arms as she looks down towards you. Well, he is late for his lesson, unless the two of you are part of the class as well. Yes, uh, no, we're I not, Mommy. Told about um, two but... more. Yes, come with me right now, both of you. Come with me right now, and I'll. I have some spare instruments. You didn't even bring your instruments. Such a terrible form. Both of you come with me right now. All three of you. Follow me. And yes, she begins mommy. marching what she off. Says. Uh, yeah, the kid looks towards you and goes, you do not want to get on her bad side. I, I think you're part of the band now. Um, <laughs> can you guys play any instruments? Like, are you... How long How long does class go for? Um, Sometimes about an hour. Yeah, we got time. Yeah, we got time. <laughs> I love that you guys are just like, yeah, all right, sure. Um, as you are led yeah, back cool. down around behind uh, a series of houses and towards what is clearly like a music hall, uh, you can see a bunch of other children, all of them under the age of 12, um, <laughs> all there with their instruments, um, giving it their best shot at trying to play at the same time. Uh, there are some kids on drums. There's one kid on the drums who's like styled his hair up into a mohawk and is just like with one hand held up doing the rock on symbol and the other hand just going boom 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 on the timpanis while there is next to uh, next to her a uh, a very very young like <laughs> like six-year-old child with the flute not holding it sideways holding it around the wrong way and forwards trying to play it like it's a a wood a wood flute and blowing in the outlet <laughs> going and it's just not making any noise at all. I'm impressed. I could. I didn't. I could make that noise. It's actually a that was, pretty accurate. That was, that was pretty good. Yeah, pretty accurate representation of uh, blowing the yeah. wrong way on a flute. <laughs> uh, that I'll add that to my voice acting portfolio. <laughs> I can sound <laughs> like someone playing the flute in the wrong direction. <laughs> Sorry. What, what? What? What's? What's that? Yeah. 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 No. I do a really good one. <laughs> um, there's yeah, also. Know. What was that? Sorry. No, no, did I stutter? You heard me. I can play it the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, the wrong direction. <laughs> um, what was I was just wondering about? I was just thinking about how I don't know how I feel about Akila with all these kids. <laughs> Thank you, chat, for that. Akila just walks in and goes, ah, lots of tiny puppets. Oh, young blood. <laughs> um, there's a couple of other children who are on various other instruments. You can see something that looks very similar to a trumpet. Um a couple of mandolins. Um, there's a very strange large harp, which actually has like this like double curve that comes around uh, that you've never seen before. Is uh, anyone on- playing it? Yes, there is someone playing that one. But the good news is, the good news is, the instruments that are left over. Actually, well, actually no, do you know what? Because you know, you're very I'd keen. Because you're very keen for the harp um, or the bi harp. I will say that the kid who's no, no, playing. No, no, tell me the other. Tell me the other instruments first. Okay. As you walk in, uh, there's a crate over on the far side of the room. And as you as you step into the room, Ma turns around and goes, Well, head over, pick up one of the instruments from the crate. Just pick something. Anything you can play. Now, as she uh, stares <laughs> you both down, um, Rung and Akila, as you head over eye. and look into the crate, uh, you can see that there is what looks like a pan flute. Uh, there is a stringed instrument very similar to uh, almost like a banjo, but there's also a bow that comes with it to play. So you've really got no idea what this is. There's a triangle. 
and you can also see a sungi horn, a much smaller version of the sungi horn that you saw the kid playing outside the, the massive, like it's a contrabass sungi horn. This one's much smaller, uh, much more reasonably sized, similar to the sungi horns you've seen before. I, I go to Ma, I Indeed. say, I, uh, I usually play the harp. <laughs> she leans back looks down at you, crosses her arms. You watch as she purses her lips so hard that the blood drains from them. And then looks blood over at the kid saying. playing the harp. All right, off you get. You've had your turn. Pick another instrument. You'll shit at the harp. And she looks towards the child. <laughs> the kid just goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> and then, like, stomps down off the dais and heads over towards the crate next to Rung as uh, Akila, woohoo! <laughs> runs up and takes the harp. Um, Rung, the kid, stands next to you, looks at you, and then looks down at the box of instruments and goes, I can't play anything well. You pick first. I'll just take something that's left over. Give the kid the triangle. I reckon when I used to practice, I used to practice on the triangle because you know what the triangle's good at? The triangle's great at learning the beat. Ting, 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 ting. And I pick it up and I do that. Ting, ting. And I tap my foot. You can do this, right? And I give them the thing, you know, just tap my foot like ting, ting, uh, ting. As they, ting. As they hit the triangle, ting, ting. the string breaks and the <laughs> triangle drops to the ground so they're left holding the string. The kid just looks and goes, I, uh, don't, I don't think I can do this. That's a first. That is a first. Uh, <laughs> 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 um... So I get that, um, basically the violin, uh, yeah, 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 thing yeah. like that. I, I just like, if no one's looking, I just pull off one of the strings off that or the string off it. I just tie it back around the triangle and like, look good as new. Why so I break one instrument to repair another. <laughs> it, it literally. <laughs> nah, the- it's broken. <laughs> I think it's oh, that. I'd rather break an instrument first than do that. <laughs> it's amazing. As you pull off one of the stringed instruments, I'm trying to remember the name of that. I think it's called a banhu. The um, banhu. It is. I've just looked it up. The the um, string instrument. As you like, tear off one of the banhu um, strings and then retie the triangle. The kid takes it, gives you a bit of a smile, rung, and you can see there's like two teeth missing. The kid heads back over to the back of the class. And like dings the triangle once or twice experimentally, and then gives you a thumbs up. You're surprisingly good for that. Um, yeah, as good. as that happens, Ma turns around and yeah, looks at you, Rung. <laughs> pick your instrument now, you slope. Oh, you've got one. Oh, great. Well, come on up then. Sorry, 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 sorry. Sit down with all the kids in a tiny chair. Yeah, so as as you sit down on the tiny chair in between these other like fourth graders, <laughs> as you like perch on this tiny stool made for children, your legs up around your like your knees basically at the same height as your chest at this stage, and as you try and like get comfy with the sungi horn, um, rung, have you ever played a sungi horn before? Just then, just outside when you went. <laughs> I don't believe so. No. Cool, fantastic, <laughs> um, excellent. Please so, be honest. Yep. At least he's honest. That's true. Um, okay. As Ma stands out the front, she goes, all right, everybody, like we practiced. One, two, three. And then as she brings the beat down, all of the children just let loose, like, as this cacophony of noise assails you, including one kid at the back going with a triangle. 
you just like <laughs> smash in the triangle as hard as they can. Um, I need both of you to tell me, uh, and then and a dog like dogs start barking as this cacophony <laughs> of noise <laughs> begins setting off. Oh, it's just this sound coming from every direction. Um, both of you, um, are you joining in or are you pretending to play? Is my question. Joining. Uh, I am actively not. So you're just like moving your fingers over. No, the I am like I, I, I'm not even like you're just standing like, next I to am, I am watching every like this <laughs> chaos unfold. Amazing. A okay. slight a slight smile, like enjoying yeah. this chaos, but I'm not playing. As, okay. as I'm like playing the sunky horn of the kids, like. Bleh, bleh. I'll like turn and like look over at a killer as I'm like, do I notice him just not playing good? Yeah, hundred percent. Like, He's just standing there with his arms crossed. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like aggressively tooting at him with the sungi horn. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds more like a goose honk as you try and play the song here. This, <laughs> you pointed at him. <laughs> Amazing. Um, fantastic. Uh, this goes on for an hour <laughs> with Ma just waving away, occasionally pointing at children and like going like this to raise the volume or lower the volume as she brings her hands down. And then occasionally like at this one point where she pauses for a solo and points to Akila <laughs> and everyone goes quiet just what with the I, bass drum going. Roll? What do I roll for that? Uh, that'll be push your luck, please. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Beethoven. What is it? He looks too happy. Please be shit. It's a nine. Nine. Successful consequences. Akila, you've never played the harp before, so it's not like this is a good performance. Whoa, 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 it's just better than the children. Me. You didn't ask me if I've ever played before. Uh, you're a man who plays with puppets. You don't play an instrument. You're not cool enough. He plays with strings. Yeah. That's true. I have never played the harp. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware. As, as you are asking. Yeah. So I don't need yeah, to. You asked, you asked wrong. You didn't ask me. Uh, only because Rung did have a very fleshed out backstory, whereas uh, you have not done that. Yeah, the backstory is huge. It's like, it's like that much page work. Yeah, and I wrote part of it. <laughs> to help you. All of it. <laughs> oh my god. Um, as essentially though, like your your playing is just like you going like. As you're essentially just like mucking around with it, learning how to play the harp. <laughs> but the thing is, it is better than these eight-year-olds. As you go, my solo, <laughs> my solo went off. <laughs> she she doesn't seem to be too worried about. It. She like nods in time to the music, <laughs> such as it is. And then as your solo comes to end, she quiets M you back down music. again. And then, yeah, music, uh, and then moves back over, focusing on uh, some of the other children. Uh, the kid who you helped clear his sungi horn as she quietens everyone down, keeping the music slow and flowing. She then points to him and he stands up, standing in front of this massive horn. And as he goes, <gasps> for like a solid 30 seconds, just this everyone one Everyone shits their pants. <laughs> Damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> You're disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I, I, that's way funnier, though. <laughs> I was just going to have him do that. <laughs> and then the horn, like, literally just cracks and falls apart. And he goes, oh, not quite the brown note. But if you want it, like, Bree, Bree has requested that um, everyone Push be exposed. Luck, 
push your luck. Fuck it, I'll roll. Let's go. <laughs> what are you rolling? We're going to push your luck to see if we... If we Nine, success with consequences. Oh, you poop your pants as well. <laughs> <laughs> On the other side uh, of the island, she just poops herself. <laughs> Mango, Mango does as well. Mango can hear it from the other side. <laughs> it's oh just like God. a horse with a tail of stuff. And <laughs> this got, this, got this, is, this is very, very immature, even for us. <laughs> this I is pretty so bad. It's Avatar, come on. Am I calling yeah, the episode the brown fun. note? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we made the whole entire town shot themselves. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, that doesn't happen. Uh, but the as the kid goes, and then he sort of stops, looks, and goes back towards you and uh, Akila. Rung as he looks towards you and Akila, he like puts his hand and goes, "I played the brown note. I did it." <laughs> and as you look at him, no one else seems to have reacted, but you can see that he's looking a bit uncomfortable in his pants. <laughs> Imagine him playing, he's like, he's just like, he's like, as he pauses and he like this big smile across his face as, as he like reaches around and goes, oh, I did it. I did it. I made a killer cry. Podcast is so Archie is actually crying right now. That is, uh, I don't know who that's more sad for <laughs> me for having to go there or Archie for enjoying this that much. Oh, there's actual so tears. Look at him. Always funny. <laughs> there's actual tears. <laughs> I think we've all friends. laughed at crying at least once, except Archie. Oh, we just had to know what his trick was. His brown note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, with that, your music class comes to an end as Ma goes like, I think it's best we take a little bathroom break. <laughs> She looks over at the child <laughs> you'd helped before. And he goes, ha, 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 everyone's got to go to the bathroom. And all the other kids sort of look a bit confused and then look at him. He's like, ah, you pooed your pants, you pooed your pants, as he's going to the children. And then they're all like, no, no, he, no, he didn't. And there's this like very like long pause. And then he goes, ha, me neither. <laughs> I'm just going to go to the toilet. <laughs> it was uh, just a prank, I, like. As I walk out the door, I sort of like shuffle, like I'm like just holding something, and I give him a little wink just to make sure he feels okay. <laughs> um, Shroopy's like Shroopy's like asked, a little shuffle through my pants. Shroopy's asked, "What is happening?" Um, I think he's zoned out for a second. No, I I, I think you could have been paying 100 attention. This is still not no. Um, the, as as far as I can tell, um, I made the foolish decision to allow them to roll a random encounter. Um, the random encounter was. Uh, you are forced to join a class with which you have no knowledge or skills. It ends poorly. <laughs> it was the random encounter. Um, I decided to be a music class in honor of uh, one of my favorite episodes when uh, Ang goes to the Fire Nation school and ends up in the uh, the music class. And um, it's taken a very immature turn, unfortunately. <laughs> a very immature Yay. Yay. In spirit of Avatar. In spirit of Avatar. <laughs> uh, that is where your music class uh, wraps up and you are released How back into the harp. How big is the harp? Uh, it's big. as tall as you, it. probably weighs about 40 kilos. Can I take a triangle? I mean, you, you can, sure. <laughs> I, I take as, a triangle. As the kids put their instruments away, you walk over to the box, take out the triangle. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to practice, my, I want to keep up with my music. No, no, that's, that's I really enjoyed. Good. I really enjoyed playing the, the harp. 
and I think that learning an instrument is good. Yes, no so we've destroyed time, um, burnt down a village, start a band, their statue, destroyed but their artifacts, stolen children. We didn't children. destroy. Time. I think we're the good guys here. <laughs> we, we, we didn't destroy time. It, it's still it's still hanging on by a thread. Like it's not destroyed. I mean, the it's... old time is destroyed, but now you're in a new yeah. time, so it doesn't count. Bender of Blood does right. sound like a really cool metal band name. Just saying. Yeah, we, we could we could start a band. I Blood Bender. You have a triangle. Yeah. What more do you need? Yeah. Blood Bender. <laughs> oh my god! Amazing. Um. So As, it's like midday now. It's midday. It's midday. For the love of God, it's midday. <laughs> oh my goodness. Akila and Rung, as you head over to the tables. Um, <laughs> oh my God. I love that that was just literally for you to kill time uh, so that you could then go and pick up your plates. Unbelievable. Have you got a triangle? Out I had to do something. And you did steal a triangle out of that too. Mm -hmm. oh, um, as, you, to as you walk in... As you walk in, you can see that uh, Finn is there. Uh, and as you step in, they turn around. Oh, uh, I was just finishing up perfect timing. Your companion, the firebender, he just popped by earlier and I've uh, presented him with his clothes. He said you'd be coming by uh, rather soon. Well, let's see if my sizing was all correct. I might need to make a few alterations. If you could uh, please come stand over here. And um, if you're comfortable with this, if you could uh, remove your, your jacket. Yeah. Great. Uh, so the uh, overcoat here that we've been working on, uh, I, you can see here the dark navy blue colours. I've gone for a, um, a a much lighter cut than you were wearing before. You said that you were going to be uh, travelling through parts of the the Earth Nation, so I've tried to keep it a bit more uh, warm weather appropriate as compared to your, your furs that you're currently wearing. But I've kept some of the style of the Water Tribe. Uh, Particularly the south, I, I understand you're actually from the north, but I've I've not had much of a chance to see much northern fashion, so I've tried to sort of create a bit of a cut similar to the southern <laughs> tribe, if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. What an insult! I'm not I, I'm not really uh, dedicated to the northern uh, uh, water tribe that much. Um, a bit of a uh, an explorer. Ah, oh, well. Uh then uh, hopefully this will this will do you well. Uh, there are a, a number of pockets on the inside where you can store things of value and uh, two pockets on the outside as well. Um, uh, your friend asked for a number of pockets on the cloak and it seemed like such a good idea and I figured uh, if you were both travelling together maybe you would need access to uh, some pockets as well. So I have provided that as well in the cloak. Uh, oh, look at me prattling on. Without further ado, please let me reveal your new coat. Uh, as Finn pulls back uh, part of the curtain, revealing on a mannequin this very beautiful blue coat, Akila. It gets down to about as low as your knees. Um, there is a wedge cut out of the back um, to create almost like a, it's almost like a little bit of an overcoat trench coat style, but a bit thinner. Um, the actual material itself is quite light and the stitching is hidden so well that it almost looks like one seamless part of material. There is a fur collar, very light white fur collar around the inside that then carries down the open lapel breastplate, almost like a, a little bit of a, um, a suit jacket style at the top. And then around the edge uh, of the base, there is a very small fur trimming as well. If you have seen Legend of Korra, it's a, a little bit similar to Varric's coat that he wears when they first meet him, this 
very nice open jacket uh, coat. You're going to look up Varric. Um, he's a character. <laughs> uh, I'll put a, a, a link in uh, in chat for those who want to see it as well. But Varric's, it's uh, more like his coat with the... Uh, his coat. There's not very many great pictures of his coat. This is pretty good. There's not many good one? pictures. There's not was, many good pictures. Did you find guy, one Was he the dude of industry? He's the industry dude. Yeah, I mean, okay. Also, technically, he's... I mean... Oh, I mean, he's, he's chaotic neutral. Uh, well... Chaotic neutral. He's, he's chaotic true. Neutral. Actually, yeah, he's, he's chaotic neutral. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. He was the Henry Ford of that in, like of that yeah. um, show. Julie, do the thing! Uh, is literally Julie. his catchphrase. That's it. That's it. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, but the it's, it's a bit of a darker color. It's a much darker, more royal blue. Uh, and in addition, Aquila, um, as as he leans up, he goes. Now you were mentioning that you were a waterbender. I had this brainwave while I was while I was working on the design. If you look inside the sleeves, I've actually put two small water skins for easy access to your waterbending. Um, there is a as a valve. So if you were to pull on the water or squeeze the bag, the water will expel. Um, a small cork helps keep it in place as well. We don't need it, but I thought maybe that might come in handy if you have any uh, any need for water bending on the, on the on the fly. I love that. Yes, that's, thank you. I, I I haven't done much fashion for waterbenders, but I thought this might be a, an opportunity to to try something a little bit new. So please give me feedback, and um, maybe this is something I could work on in the future. Um, you'll notice that it helps the sleeves hang low. If you were to pull the sleeves up to your elbows, um, it will put a little bit of pressure on the on the bags of water. So just make sure they're not overly full if you plan on rolling the sleeves up at all. Yeah. I, uh, for sure, I, I think it's a. I think it's a. I think it's great. I, I love the design. I love the the the, 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 the bags. Oh, no, my pleasure. Um, your friend, uh, uh, Marco, has already paid for both. Um, he's he's uh, paid for the, the the full cost of both. He paid the other half. So this is yours to take with you. Um, now if you could try it on for me, I'll just make sure there's no alterations that need to be made. Um, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. Yeah. As you I, um, slide I, into the, oh, sorry, you go. You yeah, go. yeah, yeah. No, I like sh try and like go a bit where no one can see me. I don't know. Yeah, I that's feel fine. very conscious, so I like. As, as, as soon corner. as as soon as uh, Finn notices you being a little bit unsure, there is a change room in the back. Follow me. I'll, I'll take you there now. And there's a curtain you can draw across when you're ready. If you'd like to come out, and we can take a bit of a look. Uh, it, it, it leans into you. Um, yeah, Finn leans in. If your friend is making you, uh, if you're a bit uncomfortable, um, I can I can ask your friend to stand outside and wait for you if you'd prefer. No, no, it's 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 fine. Great, oh, wonderful. Uh, well, please uh, come this way. Uh, and as they lead you through um, down into a uh, a very small change room uh, just off the main showroom floor, uh, long drape completely covering from uh, roof to floor. Uh, and inside there's a seat and also some hangers to put your clothes on as you get changed. Okay, so yeah, I'll, I uh, change into the, the all the clothes. Brilliant. As you put it on, it feels much softer on the inside than you would have first thought. And as you run your hands over the outside, you can see that it is slightly waxed. The outer layer of cloth is designed to be uh, a little bit waterproof. It's quite a thick um, mesh of wool, but a thin coating of material with a very light wax layer across it. Whereas the inside is this much more soft, downy, 
uh, coating. And as you run your fingers along the inside, it feels very soft. Uh, you can feel hidden in the sleeves. Indeed, there are two water skins um, built in with a small valve right at the wrist um, so that you can essentially be like the waterbender version of Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew that was coming um, as you pull out the corks and then are able to uh, move through. Built colostomy bag for waterbenders. Brandon, you disgust me. Um, <laughs> hi, my name's Sorry. Brandon and I'm a piss bender. Um, <laughs> as you, Sorry, it. mate. <laughs> Sorry. No, that was great. No, I'm happy with that. <laughs> yeah, don't be What's going on, piss boy? <laughs> ben this <laughs> I'd like to point out he's saying this about himself it's not bullying yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly um, as you step out also not wrong not wrong that was no, Brandon Brandon <laughs> yeah that was me not, yeah, not in character just me like hey <laughs> as you as you step out uh, Akila um, Finn looks over and goes oh yes I um how's the Move across the chest. Can you move your arms uh, around for me a little bit, please? So raise them up. Very nice. Raise them down. How's it feeling? Does it feel comfortable? Uh, it looks like you've got pretty good movement there. Yeah, it feels good. feels good. Lots of lots of uh, movability. Great. Well, I I think you're all ready to go. I, I Wonderful. Um, if you do happen to find these clothes to your liking, and there are people who are looking at your designs and thinking where I will I... be sending everyone here don't worry thank you thank you that means a lot we don't get a lot of traffic through Kyoshi Island and I was thinking about maybe setting up shop in one of the largest cities um, but I just find myself feeling so much more at home here with the Kyoshi warriors and the other members of this town it's such a, a lovely community you've been to the big cities uh, in, in the Earth Kingdom, Basing Sei, Umashu. No. Uh, what about yourself? Um, oh, sorry, I, I don't think we've been properly introduced. Uh, Fen. This is Piss Boy. Oh, <laughs> hi, Piss Boy. Uh, that's an interesting name. Uh, no. Um, yeah, yeah, others call me Rung, but Piss Boy is okay. I'm going to take a short time. <laughs> Rung. Uh, are you from the larger cities? Well, what's it like there? Oh, I've been to the larger cities. I'm more from like a little mining town, Laiwo World. But I've been to the big cities before. They're kind of pretty and kind of nice. A little bit bit crazy most of the time there. People sort of like go about their own lives. Nobody really helps each other from what I can see. But they're pretty cool. I mean, if you're in earning coin, there's plenty of coin to be earned there, so... I'll be honest, coin's rather secondary. It's the passion of creation that I really find myself drawn to. Uh, the experimental designs, like things like that. Uh, putting in the uh, the small bladders to uh, to accommodate for water for, for uh, Akila here. I, I, I don't... I, that's the sort of thing I love to do. I think the little bladders are great. Plus, if I'm thirsty, can I pick up his sleeve and see if there's any water in there to do? <laughs> or is it not? Water in there now. So you you grab it, Akila's sleeve, <laughs> pop one of the corks, and try to drink what's in the water skin. There's nothing in the water skin. Yeah. yeah. Damn. She but I just acted out like I'm just acted out just like, yeah, I knew there's no water in here, but it's great. Like he's got water here. Plus, oh, if I'm thirsty, um, he can just. I I I don't think it's probably not a good idea to drink bending water. 
you use that to hit people, right? Uh, I mean, if, only, if water, right? only if it's been... I don't. But I'm sure uh, other people what? probably yeah. changed their bending water. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing you guys didn't do. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so but I mean, if you're desperate, like... you're desperate. Yeah, true, I guess. But if you'd find a river, like, you'd change it, right? Like, you don't want someone's, like, bloody snotty water, like, just in a little pouch in your... in your... I'll never ask these questions again. I'm never touching your water skins. <laughs> okay. You can... Look, look, you can now use the one on my waist, if that helps. Okay. Well, I'll just carry my own water skin now, but I'm now concerned about your water skin. Did you want to drink from that water skin now, Ron? His waist one? Yeah. I don't know if I want to drink it anymore now that I know that. But I'm fine. I got mad water skin. (laughs) Damn it. We almost had him. We almost had him. (laughs) (laughs) As you taste it, it tastes a bit earthy. (laughs) A bit like stinky feet. I'm just like, I can't believe, I'm just runs like, I can't believe they don't change the water. That's disgusting. <laughs> They're trying to inflict toxic damage on people. I'm going but, for um, poison damage as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to ask this gentleman uh, for his, uh, so I'd like to inquire about your finest, most so cost-effective cloak. Finn looks very androgynous, very hard to know, very... Yeah, very androgynous oh, wow. features. Um, hard to sort mm-hmm. of know um, whether whether they have a, a particular leaning one way or the other in terms of the way that they present. Very, yeah, very delicate androgynous like features. Them, yeah, if that's that case, no yep. problem at all. Uh, not a problem. Um, I do have some cloaks ready to go. Uh, are you looking for a traveling cloak or something more fashionable? Um just say that i have a gold maximum to spend if that makes a difference yes uh, well, also where where you're planning on wearing it to if you're looking for something rather fashionable well um it's going to look beautiful but may not have the um the uh versatility and uh what's the word i'm looking for um staying power if you were to wear it while traveling around it might get ripped or torn or dirty quite easily whereas if you're looking for a traveling cloak uh, something like that is going to be much easier to uh, to wear out and about uh, take the rain take the sun uh, take a bit of dirt and be a bit more resistant to wear and tear definitely a traveling cloak i do spend a fair bit of time underground so something that can hold up against uh, rocks and gravel well i have i have fire, something arrows maybe who knows uh, arrows and fire might be a bit much for my where to stand up to, but and, and rocks as rocks well. And that fine. Might be a bit tricky because yeah, yes, gravel, Dirt. yes, dirt, yes. Um, I actually have a few of these cloaks ready to go. Uh, and as Finn pulls out this array of cloaks hanging from a hanger, you can see there's a couple of different colours, a, a lot of shades of green, and then also some dark shades of uh, greys and browns. I choose the darkest green he has. Ooh, there's a very yeah. They have a very dark emerald green that has this almost like grayish tinge to it. And as as they pull it off the hanger and hold it up, oh, it's actually uh, not too bad. I was wondering if I might have to uh, bring in the length a little bit, but actually that looks like it won't drag too much. So like do a little like little spin around while I'm like dressing, like flick around my waist while I'm like. 
Yeah, that feels pretty good. Shoulders. I like this one. Does it have like a little hood or anything like that? Or is it just yes. like a like yeah. a coat? Oh, perfect. It does have a hood. Pop the little hood up. Brilliant. Uh, well, uh, no alterations needed. Uh, that's only going to be two gold. Two gold. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you have any gold on you? I mean... Do you, do you have two gold? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the title do, do I have money? Do I have any money? Uh, <laughs> I'll just run out of the store now, Joe. Uh, you no, had money yeah. last yeah, no, session. If you have not been keeping a record of it, that's a problem, Akila. How much did we spend? I'm pretty sure we used it all, didn't we? I think we spent no, I have, I have, you guys I have spent. two gold on me exactly, um, but he does not know that. <laughs> Who? Two golds. Uh, the shocky. Unless he uh, went through my pockets. <laughs> they they might not know that. That's true. Yep. Like two golds. Pretty fine price. The fit's pretty good, but gotta I haven't bit light on coin. Like, pretty much like we've gone to the next town to pick up some coin then and I do only have a gold and a half left on me, plus another ten silver above that just to cover food on the way. Would it be possible? to work out a deal because you've done these coasts as well. Like, I know it's a bit, I don't mind to they were put a you out of pocket. Custom order and they did already get a bit of a fair discount. I'm, I'm sorry that the two gold already is about as low as I can go. Uh, I am very sorry. She's not sorry. They're not sorry. You're not there. <laughs> <laughs> they could, they could be sorry. I was like, huh. well, boy, grab my pockets a little bit like that. And I just, I just like, I'm just like, oh, maybe I do have a little something floating in here. I know I've got two gold on me exactly, but I'm like, let me just, just pour around in my coin purse. Like I'm just searching for another, you know. Thing is, right. You just well. said, you just said you've got, you, you'd spend a gold and a half on the cloak and then you got 10 silver for food. So you've just revealed you have two and a half golds worth of coins. Oh, is that how much it works out to be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking ten, like up to like... 10 to everyone. No, no, 10 to everyone. 10, 10, 10. It's a decimalized currency okay. system. Oh, I was picturing I had like cents. So he's like, you idiot. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just take out the two gold then because I don't Thank know. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, well... Is there anything else I can help you or your companions with? Or is uh, is that all that you require of me today? Uh, I'm all good. Brilliant. Very well, yeah. Thank you both for coming. Please, if you do get a chance to spread the word. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. I like bow backwards looking at the door. Great. Brilliant. As the two of you head back out, we'll jump over to Sherva and Arl. Um, alrighty, as the two of you finish off your training session with the Kyoshi Warriors, you can see that a number of them are heading off to have lunch. Coco wanders over towards the two of you. That was that was pretty good, guys. I was pretty impressed. Thought you thought you did pretty well. Nicely done, both of you. Thank you. I tried really <sighs> hard. <laughs> I could see that you were trying your best. Oh, good to see. You certainly showed that a bit more. That is such a backhanded insult. No, it's not. She hasn't hey, finished yet. Hey, you tried your best. She hadn't finished. I can see you were really trying. She didn't say it like that. 
<laughs> I could see you were trying your best. Oh, not like a number of the guys on this island who just give it the bare minimum effort and just hope they can rely on strength alone. Real power comes from control. You're not there. <laughs> I can see you're doing really well. Maybe, maybe your airbending training has taught you the value in careful consideration before striking. Yes, yes, I think well, it did. Maybe we'll make a point. Other, not all nations are filled with rockheads like the Earth Kingdom. Maybe some of the other guys are okay. And if they want to come and learn from us, maybe there's a chance for them to do so. Sherva's shaking her head. She looks over at you, Sherva, as she's shaking her head. She goes, no, is that, is that, am I wrong? Is R the exception, not the rule? I think R's the exception, honestly. Mm, okay. It helps that I come from a temple where we don't have any females, so I think I think that's probably got something to do with it. How does that help? Uh, I think it means that the men don't have to try and overcompensate. I would have thought that they'd be overcompensating even more if there was just lots of men around. No, we're we're pretty chilled. But you are monks, right? If I remember correctly about the air temples, you, you spend your time meditating and contemplating the deeper mysteries of the universe. Yep, that's 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 pretty much lifestyle in a nutshell. Yeah, asteroid rocks at each other. For fun. They do. I've seen it. <laughs> Can verify. It's true, actually, yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay, well. They're called message rocks, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very important form of communication. <laughs> and if it takes out a bird in midair, it's called tweeting. Uh, well, um... <laughs> oh! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh my god, sorry. <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> Two birds with one stone, that's a double tweet. You get uh, over 150 characters with that one. Um, well, uh, the girls and I were going to go grab some lunch. We wanted to know if both of you wanted to come join us. Love to. Um, yeah, no, that sounds great. Is there, would there be a vegetarian option? Uh, there, yeah, well, well I, I'll chat to them. We'll make sure there's something there. That's got oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that sounds good. Yeah, I keep good. forgetting you don't eat meat. How do you feel about cabbage? I love cabbage. Great. Okay, because we had this merchant come through recently. He sold a whole bunch of cabbages. Oh, yeah, no problem. We've got we've got some. We were pickling them for a while, but no one really likes pickled cabbage. No, no, no. Fresh cabbage is where it's at. Or dried cabbage. Sorry, dried cabbage. Yeah, like dehydrated cabbage. It's like it's like a chip. It's like jerky. Is it? Don't really like a chip. I mean, I've had chips. They're vegetarian, so I, I would say they like chips. Like, what do you what do you flavor it with though? Surely by itself, it uh, just tastes like nothing. That's just a, just a bit of salt. It's it's like it's like um, potato chips. How how do you dry them out? We we'd be keen to give this a go. We've got a fair bit of cabbage. <laughs> um. Do you want me to make some me up? Or do you, uh, yeah, no, go for it. I want to hear. Okay, Please yeah. feel free to make it up. <laughs> so, well, I mean, it involves airbending because we get like a box and hang the cabbage from the top of the box, and we use airbending. We usually get the like, yeah, the beginners, the young kids, to do a bit of training to circulate the air through the box to dry off the um, cabbage. I, that might not work for us, but that's really cool. I mean, you have fans, but yeah, no, I agree. It's probably less efficient. Just a 
bunch of people like this. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh boy, can't wait for these cabbages. (laughs) These cabbage chips are going to be the best. Maybe we'll try and sun dry them like we do tomatoes. They get really small because um yeah it's like it's like seventy percent of water or something like that so um yeah it's it's also not very filling um but they're a fun snack. You're really selling them on this uh yeah idea. <laughs> what do you what do you what do you eat in the Fire Nation for snacks, Shiver? I'm guessing something a bit different to air dried cabbage. Spicy food. Just spicy um, food. Yeah, Pickle pretty much cabbage. anything we get our hands on. We have like spiced meats. Um, similar idea to what I was talking about, but think like jerky, like actual meat. Mm, that sounds really good. I'd be up for that. It's really good. <laughs> well, let's head back. I don't know if we'll have any dried cabbage in time for today, Al, but maybe next time you guys come through, we'll have figured it out. No, that's fine. Fresh is nice as well. Awesome. Well, come follow me. I'll take you to the food hall. I'll, just so you know, not often are guys allowed in here. So be cool, hey? I was born cool. <laughs> you do that <laughs> and then, like, skip off towards the... <laughs> Coco just, like, pauses, rubs the bridge of her nose and looks over towards Sherva and goes, he's born cool. Shame it'll wore off in the the (laughs) following years. (laughs) Like a cool breeze. Like a cool breeze. All his coolness just fucking flew away. It's a shame. Shame it wore off. (laughs) It's a shame. It's a real shame to peak as a newborn. (laughs) I would never identify all as. As cool. A bad boy. Al has a special move that he uses that was taught to him by Monk Gyatsu to help fluff up cream called Cool Whip. And that's his... Uh, maybe that's the combined al Sherva combo move. Cool Whip. Oh. <laughs> no? Oh. <laughs> Is that because she whips the cream? <laughs> I wasn't oh thinking in a weird God. way. I was thinking like maybe like as Sherva sends out the whip, you send out this blast of compressed air that knocks people down and the whip then like wraps around their legs and pulls them back. That's like a way to like knock people onto their onto their backs is like a cool combo finishing move. I, well, I was genuinely like nerding out over it. It wasn't like a weird thing. <laughs> it sounded cool like whip. a weird thing. It did sound like a weird cool thing. Too, but... I think it's just the way that you say whip. I'm trying to whip. do the cool whip. <laughs> cool whip. <laughs> what, what, why, why are you saying it that way? Cool, Brian. Why am cool I saying whip. hot weird? Why am I saying hot weird? It's cool whip, Brian. Um, anyway. As you head back down into the uh, the food hall, there is indeed lots of delicious foods. Uh, there's a fair few uh, seafood dishes, Sherva, living uh, on an island in the ocean. A lot of seafood. Oh, as a vegetarian, what's your stance on fish? Uh, I think we established in a previous episode that they are vegetarian and do not eat fish. Yeah, not vegetarian. Cool. Yep. Just wanted to double check. I was like, oh, but I was like, hey, what's our stance? Because even though the general consensus among Air Nation might be. Look, Al, Al has probably, without anyone from the Air Nomads knowing, snuck like a chew of like meat in the past just to see what it tasted like. But, a little biltong. Largely. <laughs> yeah, he has. Yeah, he loves a bit of meat. Um, <laughs> overall, he just sticks to veg. 
And tofu and soy, I guess. So. Like, oh, aromatic fish. I'm like, I want to like find this out. <laughs> um, as you as as you sit down, Al, you are presented with a very nice green salad, uh, and there's like half a cabbage just there. Uh, and you see like a couple of the girls like laughing a little bit under their breath. As Coco catches them, she goes, "Um, are you seriously laughing at the guy who is willing to eat through our source of cabbages? Because I'm happy to take away what you guys are eating and you can eat just the cabbages and help him get through them. There's this like sudden pause. They go, no, no, Coco, no, Coco. Sorry, Al, sorry. <laughs> As they give like this little like apology bow. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll go to whoever sent them food and ask for the other half of the cabbage. Uh, the lady who is serving, uh, looks to be, uh, maybe, a an older woman. You reckon maybe one of the grandmothers or mothers of one of the, uh, one of the Kyoshi warriors. Yes. Yes. My child. What, what can I get you after the other half of the cabbage? Yes, please. I, I finished that first half and I want some more. Oh my goodness. You've only just sat down. That was very quick. It was. <laughs> Please, yeah, of course. We have uh, quite a lot to get through. I'll take the cabbage and he goes back to his seat. Sit down, you got a whole cabbage as well as a green salad. I'll eat all of it. You greedy little bitch. Uh, as you... <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you as you proceed to eat your way through the green salad and cabbages, um, Sherva, as you sit down with the other Kirsch, where as you can see, there are, yeah, some plates of steamed fish wrapped up in vine leaves. Um, there is uh, what looks to be uh, meat skewers of a, of a dark red meat. Uh, and when you ask Coco about it, um, it is a, uh, a venison that had been uh, caught and smoked over on the mainland uh, when a Kyoshi hunting party went out. And um, it, the food is delicious. As you're sitting down enjoying the meal with the other Kyoshi warriors, at first there's a little bit of an awkwardness about Arl being there. It's hard to sort of spot where the awkwardness is at first. And then, Sherva, you catch a number of times couple of the guys sort of looking towards Arl, looking a bit confused, whispering to each other and sort of like, well, what's a guy doing here? Like, why is Coco letting him be here? Um, Coco, not being an idiot and not being blind, notices this pretty quickly as well. After a few minutes, you can tell that it's starting to annoy her a bit. And she stands up quite suddenly, holding up her uh, juice that she has in a, in a cup. Uh, all of you are served her chilled juice as well, I should say. Um, as she stands up and holds the cup, she goes, Hello, Kyoshi Warriors, friends who are joining us here today. Um, thank you so much for helping defend our island and helping to scare off the Chin villagers who came seeking uh, unjust capture. Thank you to Sherva for spending some time with us, teaching us some of your techniques and letting us uh, teach you some of ours. And Al from the Air Nation. It's not... Do you, do you actually do the two finger like two finger yeah, hands yeah, and uh, a wink? Yeah, I'll always supposed to be cool, so he, he's he's trying to be as cool as he can be. Oh god! <laughs> okay, <laughs> as you go, like, if she had not asked him to be cool, he would not be doing any of this. So. Ah, so you're trying to say it's my fault? I see. <clears throat> no, 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 no! It's Coco's Coco's fault. He be cool. Yes, yes. Um, someone, someone in the Discord actually informed me that um, Coco was actually a, a nickname. No, sorry, it's the daughter of um, Avatar Kiyoshi. Uh, her daughter was also called Coco. I did not know that oh. when I picked Coco's name. I didn't know that. That was just a complete coincidence. Um, so thank you. I just remember that then. That yeah, Avatar Kiyoshi's daughter was called Coco. Um, anyway, yeah. As you do that, Al, she sort of like pauses. 
it's been wonderful having a bit of a chance to see what the air nomads and the air nation and airbenders use as part of their techniques and having them come and study under us is a privilege and an honor so thank you Al. it's been fantastic having you here we would love for any air nomads who wish to come and visit and train with us i think it would be a wonderful opportunity to to meet with them and to have a bit of an open communication with the Eastern Air Temple, our, our neighbours who aren't even that far away. Uh, and the Southern Temple's not too far from here as well. I mean, it would be great. I know that the Air Nomads are particularly known for their delicious pastries. If you were to organise a bit of a trade, I'm sure we could trade some pastries for uh, fighting techniques. How does that sound? Um, yeah, no, it sounds great. Thank, thank you very much for having us. Um, yeah, no. Next time I go back to the Eastern Air Temple, I'll, I'll definitely put the word in, and you know, we could we could start a program or something here, and, and have some of the Kyoshi warriors come visit us. That that would be so cool. Or maybe maybe you might want to go to, um, yeah, yeah, the the Eastern or Western Air Temple where it's all women. So that would be cool. Cool. I'm I'm cool. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, he's so cool. He's so cool. <laughs> Who's that man? He's so cool. Well, that sounds great. <clears throat> it's important to remember that our patron, Avatar Kiyoshi, had a very strong relationship with the monks of the Eastern and Western Air Temples during her time as Avatar. I think we, as her disciples and, and followers, have a lot we can still learn. And Avatar Kiyoshi. Well, she's not. She's not Avatar Kiyoshi's daughter. It's just the same name. Or is she? Well, she's not. Because she's someone's be, daughter. She'd be a lot older than uh, uh, than like eighteen if she was Avatar Kiyoshi's daughter. Remember, Roku died at just the age died. of like. Yeah, Roku died at like the age of like a hundred and something. I think from memory, was it? Oh, pretty close. Yeah. And he like just yeah. died right yeah, before pretty, this. Pretty close. So this is like third generation. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she'd be, she, look, she could be related to Avatar Kiyoshi. She'd be her great-great-granddaughter at this stage. Yeah. Well, I think, I think there's a lot we can still learn from Avatar Kiyoshi. We have tried our best to pass on her lessons, techniques, and teaching. But at the end of the day, not many of us are benders. And Avatar Kiyoshi was the avatar. She was a bender of all four elements. Her techniques... Wait, wait she was a bender? Yeah. <laughs> the techniques oh. that she... Riku was only 70 when he died. He was pretty young for an avatar. Most avatars live over 100. Kyoshi was like 200 and something when she died. I only found this out recently. She was like 240 or something when she died. Insane. There's a theory that she'd like learned immortality from one of her teachers. Um, But did she though? Because she did die. It's technically not immortality, is it? Um, <laughs> She's the good one. She's dead. <laughs> she just wasn't very good at the immortality thing, okay? Yeah. Oh, okay. She tried. She's right. It's sort um, of like it's sort of like you doing the duplication glitch. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> They're referring to Tears of the Kingdom, where I tried to show off. I thought they might like to learn how that they can easily duplicate items by simply pressing the B and Y button at the same times. But it turns out I'm not very good at doing that, and so I, I demonstrated it maybe like half of the time, fifty percent of the time every time. Probably like thirty, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oi! Percent yeah. <laughs> of the time, it works every time. Yeah. You did it. Like three times in a row when you were just showing me and then more people showed up and you got nervous. Yeah, I did. It's true. It's Pe okay. Some, people people on the internet make me nervous. 
That's why you are where you are today. That's why I am where I am today. Um, I think there's still a lot we can learn from Avatar Kiyoshi and maybe spending some time with vendors from other nations will be a chance for us to learn other aspects of her training. So thank you, Sherva. Thank you, Al. And I want to make a toast to everyone here today who helped chase off those absolute monsters from Tin Village and who defend our island and our way of life every single day. Cheers. I'll yells out with this cheers being like, to a long-lasting relationship between the Air Nomads and the Kyoshi Warriors. Amazing. <laughs> long-lasting. You've got 14 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe if they had banded together a little bit better, they might be okay. Or maybe the Kyoshi Warriors would have disappeared with the uh, Air Nomads. Nah, probs not. Or maybe this is a different timeline because Marco changed the world. True. And the anime survived. Well, no. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, with that, uh, there's a there's a hearty cheers from the rest of the uh, rest of the Kyoshi warriors, and you finish your lunch. Uh, take as long as you want. You are very well fed by the end of it. Um, as you all regroup back at Mango, um, you can see Marco has been. Um, He's not in his new clothes yet. It looks like he's taken off the, the cloak and he's just in the vest and he is swinging a wooden sword um, about trying to practice uh, what looks to be some sort of like sword fighting technique. But the way he's going about it is a bit chaotic. He's occasionally just like swinging down as if he's holding a lightsaber and then trying to thrust forwards in a single movement and like losing his footing a bit. As stuff you can like see, he's, yeah, as he's he's doing his best to try and like figure this stuff out on his own. Uh, as you regroup at Mango and Marco sees you coming, he like quickly puts the sword away, grabs his cloak and puts it back on, and goes, mm, uh, mm. "So we're we're leaving now, right?" Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we're good to go. Yeah, no, we should probably go and um, catch um, Mr. Library if we can. Yeah, and this um, lantern yeah. that I was given by Nobu, as Marco holds up the lantern. Um, it's supposed to open when the time is right. Like, light Wait, when the time is right. You were given that by Nomu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, guys were all there. The library. Down in the tunnels. No, no. Yeah. Oh, Ruler, Ruler sorry. Ruler. Ruler gave me this. Ah. <laughs> I'm just so used to anytime I hear Mr. Library immediately saying Nomu. <laughs> it's just a, it's <laughs> no. now a reflex. <laughs> yeah. Mm, mm. This, this lantern I was given by Ruler. The crazy man in the tunnels. I don't think it was crazy. We're just pretty sure there's something up with him, though, right? Just a little odd. Says just a the bit person made a wish to the whale spirit to undo mm -hmm. his mistake. So we're leaving it, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's, all, it's all relative, so I don't know how crazy it's all relative. it is. Well, uh, on to... you have the mm-hmm's down mm -hmm. part so mm -hmm. well. Thank you. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, on to Omashu. Omashu yeah, is. On my shoe or on your shoe? Oma Omashu, the, the city, Omashu. Mm-hmm. What's on your shoe? The city. Your I brain's in a bit of... Is fire bending your face now? Smell my hand. Oh, God. <laughs> As you all climb on the back of Mango... I'll, I'll, I'll feed Mango four cabbages that he took from the kitchen. Mango destroys these cabbages, um, absolutely demolishing them. Oh, okay, like eats them, not like... 
Stumps it just stumps him into the ground, spits on him, Ew. and then like pees on him as well, just for good measure. Nah, mango eats it. It's mango, oh, not mango. cabbage. No, no, Arl's farts and Mango's farts are gonna be terrible. It's just gonna be cabbage farts the entire way. Arl's an Airbender. They were always terrible. <laughs> as no, you guys used to it, as you guys climb on the back of Mango and take off, you can see below you. Uh, Kyoshi Village coming out to give you a bit of a wave. The Kyoshi Warriors in their um, full armor have hold, uh, they're holding up their fans to form out what looks to be almost this symbol. It's hard to sort of make out until you fly right overhead uh, and you can see that they have made, with their fans open and closed in interlocking uh, plates, a giant middle finger pointing up at the sky. No, um, as you fly over. I was really hoping it would be, though. Never come back. As you as you fly over, you can see that they have made uh, what looks to be uh, this almost like long, sinewy serpent form from above that you've seen before out in the bay. You're whispering... Uh, Brandon, we can't hear you. <laughs> ah, is that the serpent on the island? Like, yeah, we've seen before. It's cool. And then as you fly overhead, they begin moving, creating this undulating movement as if like the serpent is swimming before the fans flick down and then emerge again to form the face paint image of the Kyoshi warriors from above. But you carry on. Your journey. Yeah, you just clap. <laughs> they can't hear you. <laughs> As you continue flying back over the ocean um, and making your way to the north, heading towards Omashu. And you'll be flying over Chin Village once again. Yes. You have to fly <laughs> over and make it really obvious that we're flying over. Oh, I, I think Andrew that. wanted to be here for that because I think he had some plans for what he wanted to do to Chin Village. So I think what we'll do... Yeah. We'll wrap up the sky. Yeah, I think he wanted to firebomb from above, but I need to give him that choice burn because burn it all. That is where we're going to wrap up for tonight, so that Andrew can come back and tell us what he wants to do with Chin Village as we fly back over. I didn't um, get to say goodbye to Coco. Oh, no, you didn't. Shame. That's a shame. Damn it! He's got a puppet. I love that he's only just realised this now. That's <laughs> fantastic. Um. <laughs> That is where we're wrapping up for tonight, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for our Avatar Legends campaign. Um, that was a that was a bit of a wild and uh, crazy ride. That session, we uh, almost almost got to uh, stay on target for most of the session. Yeah, until you decided to talk about Owen. IGA. That was clearly <laughs> Bree and Brandon, and uh, the record will show. Yeah, I've um, heard yeah. For the lovely people watching on Twitch, don't go anywhere. We're going to go and raid another channel. I think we might go raid Corsairs Cove if they're still up. We've been raiding Corsairs Cove a lot. We love Corsairs Cove. Um, yeah, they are. They're doing Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, we could raid Fate's Grip. Nah, let's go Corsairs. Oh, yeah, let's go Corsairs Cove. Let's go Corsairs Cove. Um, for those of you who are watching on YouTube and on the podcast, um, thank you so much. If you would, um, if you've enjoyed this and you consider dropping a sub or a like if you haven't already, uh, or a comment in the description, um, leave a comment. What's been your favorite moment in the Avatar series so far? I know for me personally, the wheelbarrow incident in the uh, in the Siwong Oasis is a pretty pretty good highlight for me. Um, unfortunately, it's also balanced out by the shame I feel at uh, my brutal. It's a wheelbarrow, not a wheelsbarrow, quote to Dave when he asked how many wheels does it have. Yeah, the question is, the real, yeah, the real question is how many wheels do the wheelbarrow have? Yeah. 
<laughs> I still, yeah, uh-huh. to this day, that was still very biting, and I do apologize, Dave. I don't know why, why I was such a dick about that. Um, yeah, it was good. I, I had it coming. Dumb question gets dumb answers. That's just so <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but thank you so much, everybody. Stay safe, stay well, and we will see you all again next time. Um, Return of the Giants tomorrow night. Make sure you come and tune in. It's going to be an awesome session. But until then, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Dave's, Dave's just hey. peaced out. We haven't even left yet. Bye. Bye. <laughs>